Well, as you can see, I'm in a dark, luminous room with my friend, uh, Ghoulie the Ghost. So, his uh, name's Gustav. Yeah, Gustav. Gustav. Fuck, I'm stupid. Gustav, I'm so great. Now Gustav's angry at me. <laughs> I hope he's I hope definitely he... he's definitely gonna just let the Slender Man just walk into your house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was gonna maybe Gustav try to has been protecting it. my house. Yeah, Gustav has been protecting my house from the demons. But now Gustav, after I called him Ghoulie, is angry. <laughs> I don't even know where the hell I got Ghoulie the ghost. Ghoulie is short for Gustav. <laughs> I don't think he likes that. Gustav, would you prefer Ghoulie or Gustav? God, that's such a fucking dumb name. He definitely prefers Gustav. I'm going to make a note of that. Actually. I'm going to make sure I write that down. Stick it on his forehead. <laughs> Gustav. Nick writes down Ghoulie. <laughs> and welcome to the new episode of Drunken Jurors. I am Jeff. Um, Why is this breaking? I broke, I am, my, I broke my Zoom. I am... <laughs> I am Adam. I'm Nick, uh, and hopefully after four hours of fucking with my microphone settings, I sound at least somewhat better. Better than what? Did we have an issue earlier? I didn't like my audio quality in the last, like, four podcasts. So. Oh, I was like, I didn't know that was a thing. Good to know, though. Um, so we are doing something a little bit different. Like, there's still... a well, murder attempt, I guess. But yeah, it's going to be a little bit different because we're dealing with like, I guess he's technically a cryptid now. Is he? Is yeah, he... he's classified as a cryptid because so many people have claimed that they've seen him or whatever. Or is it more more like an SCP thing? Eh. No. He's more cryptid. of a cryptid, yeah. Okay. But yeah, we're going to be talking about Slenderman, a.k.a. First... Our Generation's Boogeyman. Yeah, the first cryptid to be, like, brought to fruition in our lifetimes. Uh, 2009? I don't, like I don't know 13? when that came around before that. 13, I think. Or, yeah, 2009. Yeah, sure. Is when he technically originated. So, what's everyone drinking? Um, I am drinking. Uh, so, Garrett, you. Uh, I want you to know if you're listening. Go fuck yourself and your alcohol choices because I'm drinking your leftover Bud Light seltzers and they smell exactly like how the f they're supposed to taste, but they taste like licking my microphone. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. that <laughs> okay. The holiday like they, ones are so bad. They taste, oh. they taste like a can. Like, <laughs> there's, it was a Bud Light seltzer like that was can. in the, uh, the flavor was peppermint patties. <laughs> flavor was not Aries. <laughs> no, it was it was not my dog. He is very mad at something though. But yeah, it um, was not good. Well, after after a failed attempt at making cold brew coffee, um, I have bourbon, uh, Bib and Tucker personal fave, probably the best shit I've ever had. So we'll always swear by it. 
why the fuck does this keep happening? Why do bad things happen to such good people? My Zoom just randomly keeps, like, minimizing itself. And it's really pissing me off. But I am drinking uh, Slipknot's number nine small batch. That's all I got this week. Not drinking any beer or anything. Whoopskies. I just, re- I just remembered. You'll probably want to cut this out of the podcast. Jeff, I just remembered... I think I still have a bottle of Angel's Envy in my car. I think I put it in the floor compartment of my car just to make sure I have a bottle in my car at all times. That's always a good thing to have. Just to make sure, like, you know, if I need it, if there's need to be a celebratory drink, I'm your guy. Finds out that one of us went into the hospital so you can bring it so we can do one last hoorah before we yeet someone out the window. Probably. Um, yeah, I mean, going from here, though, Slender Man, like uh, we said, was basically brought into fruition from our generation, basically. I think it would be our generation that would have created it, like, when we were, like, because I think I was, like, 17 or 18 when I, no. I was, I would have been been a freshman in high school. Yeah, I was, like, I remember being in high school when it was a thing. Sorry, Slender this murder I, this murder happened when I was a senior in high school. Yeah, because oh you said it was 09, right? When it came, when it started. I would have been in seventh or eighth grade, seventh grade. You're you're behind seventh us, grade. aren't you? Yeah, that checks out. I would uh It depends on, on when in yeah. two thousand nine. Yeah. 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 So uh very late, grade. it seems like because the first I think this is the the creepy pasta you're gonna read, I believe is the first ever creepy pasta about slender man but yeah the murder that we're going to be talking about mostly in this because there's actually quite a few crimes that spawned from slender man especially right after he was what was created what was the youtube series that we watched in college marble yeah. hornets that is God, a part. I hate, they talk I about the, that thing they, so much they talk about it in every documentary about this I hated it so much. There was there was one scene, the hotel scene. Yeah. That fucking that terrified Justin. <laughs> yeah, it was creepy. God. <laughs> I'm now spooked. Congrats. Yeah, so um the Slenderman's appearance is he is a male who Looks like a man with extremely long, slender arms and legs. He stands anywhere from 6 to 14 feet tall, usually more towards the 14 foot tall, especially if you see pictures and videos. He's rather fucking tall. Um, He has black tentacles that can protrude from his back. How about the tentacles? What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he can, like, create them whenever type of a thing. So, so... To give to give people a sense in how I react in a fearful situation, if I'm ever confronted with Slenderman, like if if he's real or whatever, if I'm ever confronted with a situation like that, I just expect my brain to just turn off. Like I'm just dead. Like I'm done. I give up. <laughs> my, my brain and heart have given up. I mean, it is terrifying. Um. He is described as wearing a black suit strikingly similar to the one of the notorious men in black. That might be something we talk about. In oh, our... God, those are terrifying. Yeah, the men in black are a horrifying oh. story. But, yeah, we might talk about that on, like, a, a 
patron episode. So let us know if you want to do like if you want us to do like a Patreon conspiracy theory thing in Madrid. I don't. Um <laughs> just to crush Nick's hopes and dreams and just move <laughs> on. Similar to the men in black, he appears very thin, able to stretch his limbs and torso to inhuman lengths in order to induce fear and ensnare his prey. Um, I was about to hit Jeff the well actually. <laughs> Once his arms are outstretched, his victims are put into something of a hypnotized state where they are utterly helpless to themselves from walking into them. I don't know exactly what that sentence means there at the end, but that's literally what it says, is where they are utterly helpless to stop themselves from walking into them. To him, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Gustav, you speak ghost. What does that mean? (laughs) Gustav has no idea what the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah, whether he absorbs kills or merely takes his victims into a undisclosed location or dimension is also unknown, as there are never any bodies or evidence left behind in his wake to deduce a definite conclusion. Nick, he is the reason of 411. <laughs> oh, there's never any, there's never anything. You, you, you honestly scared me because honestly. You guys are probably gonna pull some oh fucking some shits behind you, and I'm gonna fucking flip shit. I'm already on edge. I'm not doing good right now. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Yeah, but if anyone knows about the missing four one one, maybe if people start adding us on uh, social medias, maybe that'll be something we do here soon. Is uh, if you add us and then uh, tell us that you want us to go over missing four one one, then. We'll definitely do that episode. Maybe. Maybe Nick will lead it because it's a conspiracy esque. I do love, cons- I, I am the conspiracy guy. It's, it's a wild birds. story. Yeah. Yeah, his face is pale and slightly ghostly and almost appears to have been wrapped in a type of gauze or cloth. His facial features are also an object of debate, and many people believe that his face looks different to each person, but usually in photographs and stories and stuff he just, just doesn't have any facial features no eyes no mouth no nose like a morph suit yeah that's what it looks like it looks like he's wearing a morph suit over the face but like he has no eyes no mouth and he has like a little bit of a nose hey you guys remember in 2016 when clowns kind of like ran around yeah, everywhere what, what, what happened to that what happened to i that? don't know yeah what like we did they ever, did they, about it. <laughs> did they ever figure out why the fuck that was happening or uh, well, I don't think so. I think people just started fucking doing it for fun. Shooting them? It, so. <laughs> it happens to like fall with the it, like in between the it movies. I was gonna say, isn't that right after like the first it movie? Yeah, yeah. it started like right after the first it movie to just scare people, and then it kind of escalated very quickly in between the movies. And then the second one came out, things still happened, but by the after no, the no, no, people started the. Oh, it was after they announced they were recreating it because the new it came out in 2017. But it would make sense. That remember, remember the one of like the clown that's just like in a Chicago alley. I I remember seeing videos of people beating the living piss out of yeah Good. clowns. Yeah, Good. they deserved it. <laughs> I think I'm, it also I'm started, not a... there was a there was a 
uh, guy on YouTube that would prank people, and uh, one of his character, yeah, one of his characters was a clown that would swing a hammer and it hits a fake head and make it explode. Yeah, I, I remember. And those. all the guy just all he did was scare prank people. And then it got announced, and people like started copying him, and it just yeah. escalated from this one. Well, guy. they were walking around with weapons and shit. Yeah, but no, yeah, this also, the original the guy just had. Yeah, the original guy just had like a Harley Quinn big hammer, and he would just hit it, and then he'd like just l- drop the hammer. It was like a watermelon, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then he'd just drop the hammer and like start to walk towards people to. Sc- scared the piss out some of those are fucking hilarious like there's one where the the guy like is with his girlfriend he, he starts running his, and, he then, and, then girlfriend he, and then he realizes what he did and then he picks her up and then he starts running <laughs> there's also one where the guy shoves his girlfriend towards the cloud and runs in the opposite yeah. direction <laughs> that would be me dude that, like i don't i don't know what my reaction would be <laughs> It, and this was right in the middle of Pokemon Go. So we were we were on campus walking around in the middle of the night while people were doing this fucking bullshit. And like Joe and I would go would have to walk to fucking um Thompson for haunted housing. And the entire time Joe's like, Oh, I see a clown. Oh, oh I see a clown because Joe's a fucking clown head ass fucking piece of shit. And he's kind of fucking scared the shit out of me. We I hate how there. you like nailed joe's like voice <laughs> i really don't like that it's not like exa- it's not his normal voice but when he like you when know he, the voice when... he does to make fun of people yeah like, you did it perfectly of him doing that yeah exactly yeah because he does that shit to me <laughs> piece of shit god fucking asshole. um so yeah that's basically what he looks like uh, there are some other things that he will learn throughout the story that I'll explain more in depth then that don't really portray to him at this point when he was like first created. But the two attempted murderers who are uh, Morgan Geyser and Anissa, what's it? What is it? Anissa Weir. It's W E I E R. That's not a name. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> Where am I? Yeah, they found, like, they heard about Slenderman somewhere, and they were, uh, Anissa was into Creepypasta Wiki, and that's where the first, like, story of him comes from. And I sent that to Adam. I don't know if this is the story where they learned about Slenderman and, like, got their bullshittery from. But that is... This is, like, the first original one I can think of. So, Adam, if you would like to uh, read that for people. And then, (coughs) Nick, if you could share the link at some point. The story of Slenderman. After waking up with a jolt... The girl laid in bed a few seconds longer. Reaching over to switch on her bedside lamp, she tried to remember exactly what had stolen her from stolen her sweet slumber away. When she couldn't, the brunette swung her legs over the side of the bed and heaved herself up. Checking the time on her phone, she snorted when she saw it was midnight, the witching hour. 
Knowing that sleep would only evade her, she left her bedroom for the kitchen, a good cup of coffee on her mind. As she passed by her front door, a chill spread like liquid fire down her spine. It's only winter, she told herself, focusing again on the coffee plan. Measuring out scoops, water, preparing her cup kept her occupied, but as the dark liquid boiled, she had nothing left to keep her mind from wandering off. The chill returned, and she couldn't help but glance behind her to the front door. It stood there, innocently enough, just like always. The deadbolt was still in place, and she could see nothing amiss with it. Turning back to her coffee, she did her best to forget about the feeling. With her cup in hand, she starred back towards her bedroom. As she walked by the front door, she decides that a quick glance out of the peephole would help calm her restless mind. The chill worsened with each step she took towards the door and further away from the safety and warmth of her blankets. She pressed her empty hand against the cold metal door and took a deep breath before leading her eye to the peephole. At first, she could only see an inky blackness and somehow seemed to swirl in itself. When she blinked in surprise, the void melted away. She wished it hadn't. In its place, there stood what she could only guess was once a man. The limbs were long and inhumanely awkward with bulky joints branching off into several arms, not unlike the branches of a tree. The creature was draped in a black suit, somehow making the thing more nightmarish to her. The icing on the proverbial cake, however, was that was what passed as the hellish thing's face. It was as though her mind blurred the ghastly vis visage, 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 I don't know that word. To spare visage. itself, <laughs> yeah, visage. It's visage. It's visage. <laughs> the ghastly visage to spare itself further shock and horror. She shoved herself away from the door with the hand still pressed against it. The scalding mug of coffee fell, the liquid burning her bare legs as she fell backwards and tried to crawl away from the door. She knew, somehow that her mind hadn't been playing tricks on her. As she crab walked away from the door, she watched as tendrils, as black as the voids she first saw, snake around through the cracks. The girl was trapped between the instinct, the flea, and the gut, the, and the gut feeling to not turn her back on the door. When the door jolted, the urge to flee overcame her and she slipped in the burning liquid as she tried to make it back to her room. She knew deep down that she was trapping herself in the corner, but she had to get away from the door. The girl was halfway down the hallway when she heard the previously locked door creak open. She screamed and slipped into a wall, cracking her chin on it and stunning her. After that, there was only blackness. Nicole... I'm, and what's supposed to be where these stars are? 
I'm gonna. Well, no, I think it just means a pause. I I think that's what it's supposed to be. Okay. <laughs> I have no fucking clue though. I I was trying to figure out whether I should swear or not. Like, what did that mean? But I what where like what swear word is uh, five letters? If you can think of it, I'll let it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a massive pussy and I had to turn on the light. Pussy. That's it. There you go. <laughs> pussy, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Oh, there that's, you go. It. that's it. That's it. Sweet. That's a clip. Joke. <laughs> Nicole, a warm male voice. Oh, it snapped. Sorry, let me redo that again. Nicole, a warm male voice snapped the woman out of her trance. As she turned around, she was met by one of her sister's doctors. She nodded. Not sure if she should say anything. Or Wait, where was she? Shut what? the fuck up, Nick. She's in a hospital now. She nodded, not sure if she could say she should say anything, or even if she could find her voice if she did have something to say. That morning, she had gotten an urgent phone call from the hospital saying that her sister, Lindsay, was there. Before they had even let her see her, the doctors had pulled her off to the side and insisted that they talk to her about what might have happened. Phrases like self-inflicted and assault had been thrown around, and Nicole felt her mind reel. She still hadn't fully understood what they had been saying until she saw Lindsay with her own eyes. Her little sister had a bandage wrapped around her head, covering both of her ears as well as her both of her ears as well as her eyes. They said it was to keep her now deadened eyes from drying out and to try to keep infection out of the wounds Lindsay had made to her ears. The doctors had guessed that either she or someone else had jammed a pencil into them to keep her off balance or to deafen herself against something. There was the mix of first and second degree burns on her hands, legs, and feet from what was assumed to be the coffee her neighbors found slipped all over the entry to her apartment. As Nicole walked into her sister's hospital room the first time, she thought she had spied the silhouette of a man in the window. That she knew was impossible. Her sister's room was on the third story of the hospital. Credit anonymous. Really, your brother? <laughs> you told me to read till the photos, so I Yeah, that's that's the end of the story. I really just wanted makes, to get that. It makes it makes no sense, but that is I really just wanted to read the credit anonymous though. That like as soon as you said read till the pictures, I was like, that's fucking happening. No, that's fine because now I don't have to say who wrote it because there isn't no one knows. Perfect. Also, Pussy Nicole. <laughs> Let's see, nickel. <laughs> nice. See. All right. What else we got here? Um, I spent so long, like I was thinking so hard trying to find a five-letter swear word, and kept coming up with four or six. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, much of the fascination with Slenderman is rooted in the overall aura of mystery that he is wrapped in. Despite the fact that it is rumored he kills children most exclusively, it is difficult to say whether or not his only objective is slaughter. Oftentimes, it is either reported or recorded that he can be found in sections of woods, and these generally tend to be suburban. 
Um, but yeah, in a lot of the photographs, he's portrayed to be in large groups of children. Um, in a lot of like videos and stuff where people see him, he's in the woods. Um, also, there's this thing about him that like whenever he's near and someone's recording or like electronics get distorted as fuck. Don't know why, but that's also a thing. Um, but yeah, there's actually stories of Slenderman going all the way back like I, like 6,000 years ago in Brazilian cave paintings. Like there's paintings of this tall slender figure with a bunch of tentacles coming out of its back. Um, it's in Egyptian hieroglyphs. Uh, it's in Roman mythology, but in they're all he's like the tall man in all of those is what he's called. So yeah, he's I I remember the whole craze when I was in high school with like Slenderman because he is literally our boogeyman because the boogeyman was like this unknown creature thing. I one, no one really, about, no one really knew what it was. I remember learning about Slenderman in a either a Markiplier or a uh, Jacksepticeye YouTube video. Yeah, they played the game. Yeah, when they played the games. Yeah, that's that's the first time I learned of him. I never knew about him. I never read Copy Pasta or any of that shit. So it's creepy pasta, but all right. Whatever. Fucking weirdo. It's pretty fucked up. He actually originated from someone who was doing a photoshop competition contest thing and it was to make like i can't remember what it exactly was but he basically took these like vintage type photos and we're supposed to make them into like horror and what he did was put pictures like he put slender man in the pictures basically he made this very tall pale white figure wearing a suit standing behind kids so yeah on uh may 31st 2014 is when uh, something that i'm pretty sure most people have heard of because this was all over national news but it was the stabbing of peyton lautner lutner she, uh, she was a 12 year old girl who got stabbed by two of her friends out in the middle of the woods because they wanted to sacrifice her to Slender Man. Still wild. Yeah. Yeah, Nick and I are going to have some interesting combos about this. All right. So Peyton and Morgan became friends in the fourth grade, and then Anissa moved to their school in sixth grade. So when they were all 12. Um, and joined the group and when this happened Morgan and Peyton's friendship basically like took a like went on the back burner for Morgan because she became way closer with Anissa and Nissa was pretty jealous about Morgan's friendship with Peyton because you know 12 year old bullshit um, up to this point Morgan was noted to be a pretty normal child but soon started to enjoy horror and creepypasta kind of around this time for a little bit uh her mother said that she never expected anything or thought much of it because she was also into that type of stuff when she was her age i mean honestly i think that seems like i mean i started listening to like slipknot when i was in like second grade so if there's anyone who should have grown up to stab someone it was probably me 
I mean, I, I, so I was never into spooky shit, um, or creepy shit until maybe the past year or so, because like, I, I just never grew up. My mom never liked it. My grandpa never liked it. My grandmother never was into it. So I didn't, and I didn't have friends who were into it. Um, I like psychological horror more than I like. Well, until college. And then I got fucking tossed into the deep end with Baba Duke. (laughs) <laughs> and that movie fucked with me for like two days i want to see parasite i heard it's super good and like i i just never got into it and then recently like i worked nights and i was not watching anything scary while i was working nights because fuck that um nights was scary enough uh but then in the past i'd say maybe six months i started listening to weekly ghost story podcasts horror podcasts horror yeah because you're you're a conspiracy you're yeah you're a conspiracy theory guy and once you run out of conspiracy theories the next closest <laughs> thing is creepy <laughs> pasta. yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah i mean even some of the conspiracy theory shit is still creepy pasta it's I like mean, that fucking yeah. mo- humanoid monster in the fucking antarctic lake that killed russian scientists yeah that's not a thing but people talk about it on conspiracy theory shit because it, it sounds good i mean yeah it, it interests yeah. me <laughs> yeah i don't know i remember i mean i was probably i don't know if i was really watching like horror movies around this time i mean i probably was but it wasn't like something i was into but yeah i definitely definitely listened to uh metal around like second grade so this adds up like I don't think her in the documentaries, she's in both of them. Uh, Morgan's mom, and it sounds like, well, at least from her perspective, like this is something that no one would have ever thought of, like happening. Like it was so out of nowhere for her mother. I mean, if my kid steps, well, I'm also gonna say it's out of nowhere because guess what? That's out of fucking left field. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Unless your kid's, like, garbage the entire time, but... Yeah. Which there are kids who are like that. Um, Anissa is the one who taught Morgan about Slenderman, and Peyton said that Morgan can be controlling at times, like, in their friendship. Um, Just for note, uh, the pod... Not the podcast, the podcast you want to learn about this is this one, so continue listening. (laughs) Uh... The documentaries are one of them's called Beware of Slenderman. That's on HBO Max. And then the other one I watched was on ABC. And it's they're 20 for they're 20 for 20 or whatever the fuck it's called. And it was called The Wicked. And that one came out two years ago now in 2019. And that's the first time that Peyton ever talked, like, or was interviewed about what happened that day. Spoiler alerts, Peyton does not fucking die. <laughs> and this was a normal child. She had an iPad, but her parents monitored her activity on it. And they made sure that she spent time with the family every day. But Anissa still ended up on reading creepypastas and learning about Slender Man. So in the Beware Slender Man one, her dad says that like, her door was always open like the kids were never allowed to have their doors like closed and locked or like closed in that matter which kind of was weird to me but that's a different story but yeah she 
was like monitored pretty well so however she ended up just finding this stuff out was kind of out of nowhere but i mean mean, you give a kid an ipad yeah i i learned how to get past my parents firewalls when i was 11 and i was slow to do it um both anissa and morgan were outliers who didn't really have any friends at school that's why they were really good friends out of like really quickly uh peyton became friends with morgan because she felt bad because morgan had no friends it's kind of like how we sucked up nick and now here we are hey there hi there hello there now greatest mistakes for us yes yeah you lucked out (laughs) i know i got the good end of the deal I'm on a podcast where I do literally nothing. I was going to say you have friends, so that was... That too, I, was that, I do have friends. <laughs> that is also true. Um, so the night before the stabbing, they all three had a sleepover for Morgan's birthday at Morgan's house. Uh, that night, they went to Skateland. Um, so I don't think us three should go ice skating together because if this happened to three 12-year-olds the day after they went roller skating together, I can only assume what we're going to do to each other as three best friends that are in their early 20s that go ice skating together <laughs> the night before. I mean, I'll fun. just be strapped because I'm it's pretty fun. sure I'm the one who's going to get stabbed. <clears throat> uh, you have Look, I'm di- taking one of you down with me, okay? Nick, to, to be fair, you have the most likely chance of being stabbed and living, though. <laughs> not that fat depending on where they stab you (laughs) they get you right in the belly button you're probably gonna survive i'm gonna lose you know most of my internal intestines that's fine oh you know (laughs) my internal intestines are gonna become external (laughs) intestines uh yes your internal (laughs) intestines compared to your (laughs) external ones yes yes of course (laughs) the next day they woke up um they had donuts and strawberries for breakfast they went downstairs played some games fucked around on their their tablets and ipads their ipods their ipod ninu not just their ipads but uh then they decided that they wanted to go to the park apparently the night before when they were going to bed Anissa and Morgan planned to kill Peyton in her sleep that night. So Morgan set alarms for 2 a.m. But when they went off, they were both just too tired to do anything. So they decided, ah, we'll just wait till tomorrow. And then something really creepy that gets brought up in the their like interviews with the like detectives is how Morgan tells the detective they didn't do it that night because they wanted her to have one more morning before they took her life. That's a fucking 12 year old saying that. How how kind of them, right? (laughs) Morals, man. Morals. Oh my God. It's this whole thing about them being only 12 and this happening. Cause I watched like their interviews with the police, like their interrogations. And it is honestly, like spine chilling it is so creepy oh yeah i mean anyone with some type of like what i end up getting into the we're starting we're starting now 
anyone with psychopathy or sociopathy just like once you get to their true selves and you start talking to them it's chilling because as humans we are used to natural empathy we we bleed empathy as a species and then when you deal with people who just have zero empathy it's chilling because you don't it's it's something new and just honestly terrifying because you've never dealt with that yeah i mean um yeah but it's just watching the like their interrogations with detectives morgan is so carefree and like has like you said like no empathy no like real she doesn't have an understanding that what she did was wrong yeah like she has no grasp of like the thing she did also i don't know if i said this this happens in waukesha wisconsin which is a the largest suburb of Milwaukee. It has like seventy thousand people as a population. So, there's that for you. You know the unimportant information that I don't give a fuck about. That's not real. Wisconsin's not. It's like it's like the Australia of the U.S. Yeah, that's it. Oh. I forget the Dakotas exist pretty much all the time, along with <laughs> Idaho. Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> so. Yeah, next morning, after they get done playing, they decide to go to the park. Um, as they're leaving, Morgan grabs a five-inch bladed knife from the kitchen. So the blade itself, not including the handle, was five inches. Uh, they then went to the park, and they decided that it would be a good idea to kill her in the bathroom, one of the bathroom stalls at the park. Um, so they took Peyton into a stall. All three of them were in the stall. Um, Anissa and Morgan then started talking about what they were like how they should do it and obviously at this point Peyton's like fucking confused because she has no idea what the fuck's happening she's a 12 year old girl spending time with her two best friends and out of nowhere (laughs) talking about stabbing someone and she's like who are we stabbing and then uh, yeah (laughs) yeah I mean if I'm a child and all of a sudden I sprout my outside intestines I'm gonna be shocked so yeah, they talk for a couple seconds and then um, Anissa hits Peyton on the head with the handle of the knife to try to like knock her out. So she like hits her with the handle of the knife and bounces her head off the concrete wall and that does not work. And then they decide, uh, this probably isn't the right spot. Their plan was to stab her, sit her up on the toilet and lock the door and then crawl out from underneath. So it looked like the thing was occupied so no one would ever like go in it. That didn't work, so they decide that they're going to go play hide-and-seek in the woods. Don't know why Peyton, after getting her fucking head smashed by a person with a knife, decides to go with them into the woods. But they're 12. I'll let it slide. Makes no sense to go there. But, I mean, I am 24. And, you know, if anyone asks me to go to the woods, I'm concerned because I don't want to fucking go outside. <laughs> So yeah, they go into the woods. Uh, after they walk pretty decent ways into the woods, uh, Morgan told Anissa that it was now the time. Anissa then starts to go shout, go, go, go to Morgan. And then Morgan stabs Peyton 19 times. Ooh. So she Where? basically, we'll get there. Basically, she lunges and stabs her. Peyton falls on the ground, and then while on the ground, 
Morgan gets on top of her and like pins her down and stabs her. Okay. And then once they're done with that, they leave her to bleed out and die, and they they walk away. We'll come back Something to them. Tells me that that didn't work. We'll come back to them in a minute. Okay. Because uh, yeah, uh, it does not work. <laughs> Um, I don't know how, as a 12-year-old, after being stabbed 19 times, she got the strength and or courage to end up doing this, but I'm pretty sure most people who get stabbed 19 times would have just died. Tis but a flesh wound. Um, so later that day, Peyton crawled out of the woods, and a passerby who was on his normal bike ride but decided to take a slightly different path, uh, came across her at the end of a dead-end road, calls 911. She was awake when he found her. She was awake when the med- the police, or when the first uh, responding cop shows up. She's awake on the entire ambulance ride to the hospital. Uh, yeah, so the cop shows up. Well, sorry. While the guy's on the phone with 911, she tells him, that she's having trouble breathing, which would make sense since one of the wounds was a chest stab wound that was less than a hair's width away from her artery on her heart. (laughs) If it would have moved slightly, she would have bled out and died in the woods. Basically, if she was breathing... Yeah, if her heart was... If her heart was... (laughs) contracting instead of constricting she probably would have fucking died (laughs) yeah or like if she was in the middle of taking a breath while the knife was still in her yeah would have shifted her organs enough um she then told the officer um that her friends morgan and anissa were did this to her while they were in the woods and that's how the cop hunt immediately started she then uh, while in the ambulance, told EMTs that it was a five-inch bladed knife that she was stabbed with. So she remembers a lot of detail, also. Like, the police are capable of talking to her while she's at the hospital, and she gives them, like, fairly good details. Not that they really needed them, because as when we get back to Morgan and Anissa, it didn't take much. <laughs> so yeah, once she was at the hospital, her parents were obviously notified. They went back. Uh, but before they got there, she was being questioned by one of the detectives, and she told her basically everything that I just said that like Morgan and Anissa did it. Uh, she wasn't expecting it; like she thought they were going to the woods to play hide and seek, and then they just left her there. But she thought that they thought she was dead. And when we get into the interviews, we will find out that they also thought she died. But yeah, to be fair, to be fair. Uh, I've never murdered someone um, yet, but if I were to go to commit murder, think that I killed someone, and then have the police question me, and, like, if I thought I got away with it, I'd be very arrogant. There's a big difference between witness and no witness in the level of arrogance that you are allowed to show. <laughs> this this girl got so lucky with how... I get, like. I, like we were saying, it's the difference between breathing and exhaling. Like, inhaling and exhaling was the closeness to that artery. I'm, I'm assuming it's the aorta. Is that it? 
Artery, yeah. Aorta. yeah, you have valves and aortas, I believe, is what they are. But yeah, and like, like, me on that. like that, that artery, like you get if that is severed, you just, you're dead within like ten seconds because you, there's just so much blood loss. Uh, yeah, well, while she was at the hospital, it was found that five stab wounds were to her arms, seven to her legs, and that leaves the rest of them to all be in her torso. The fact that they didn't even fucking nick, like, the femoral artery or something is insane. It's a 12-year-old get... girl. It's not like her thigh legs are very big, so, like, yeah, stabbed five times in the, uh, or seven times in the legs, and yeah, them not hitting that at all was extremely lucky. Should have gone for the throat. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah. Chest like... and throat. Why are you bothering with legs and arms at that point? You just stabbed the Am's apple. Yeah. Like... Uh, yeah. So after they got all the information they needed, they then went obviously to Morgan and Anissa's house. Um. So at Morgan's house, they went in. They searched. Morgan's mother told the police that she was completely normal kid, and that there was no way Morgan could have. Well, they actually didn't even tell her why they were there yet. She assumed that, like, her kids were also, like, in trouble. Or her kid was also in trouble. But then Anissa's... While they were at Anissa's mom's house, or dad's house... I don't know, they were divorced. I don't know which house they went to. But Anissa's mom checked her text messages and found what was basically Anissa's goodbye letter... Um, police then thought the girls were in grave danger because the message read, this is my final wish to those who care. Do not grieve my absence, but remember me for who I was. I love and cherish you all. It would, would not do you any harm, which is obviously a fucking lie as her best friend was just stabbed 19 times, but by her being an accomplice of it. Uh, yeah, so at 3 p.m. that day, the sheriff's department, uh, you know, pulling in a big one here, caught the located the girls on the side of uh, I-94, literally just walking down the fucking interstate. Uh, it's wild. The, All right, there's wild. The reason they were doing this was, so their plan was to kill Peyton as a sacrifice to Slenderman so they could become proxies of Slenderman basically being his servants they then were so they had to kill her and then walk to a place called slender mansion which is in but that's an actual thing nicolette national forest is where it's rumored to be we should go find it no and nicolette national forest is 300 miles away from them and they were going to walk. By the time they had caught them, they had been walking for five hours and had made it from one side of the city to the other side of the city. I I admire their gusto. <laughs> not, not their killing gusto, that's bad. But I admire their gusto to walk 300 miles. Well, they're 12. The they don't... Fo- yeah, yeah, 12. They don't understand that distance, I guess. But yeah, like, they <laughs> would have been fucking days. Like they would have weeks, died honestly. to wildlife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they have to Those get kids into the, are dead oh, within two days. Then they have to get into the fucking national forest and find the damn mansion that doesn't exist. 
and then uh or so you think as much as far as i know it does not exist we'll find out when we do our our live react (laughs) there we go we're not doing that we're not doing that hey hold on nick what's your number what's your number how many how many downloads does this episode need Adam, Adam, I need to be able to quit my job in order to fuck to do this. So how many? I do that. How many downloads does this episode need for us to this go? Ep- this episode. Look, look, I I was willing to do like the ghost, like the ghost cemetery in Chicago. I was willing to do that during the day. During the day. <laughs> during the d- during the day. During. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, the best time to go ghost hunting. Exactly. At 10 a.m. <laughs> Is it not? Am I wrong? Everyone's at work. You miss traffic. You do a little ghost hunting, and then you go to Gene and Jude's for a hot dog. It's a good time. Jesus, fuck. Nick, I don't see the problem here. I'm waiting for a number, Nick. This episode needs... <sighs> One million views, and I will fucking oh, do that's, it. I, I, that's literally impossible because I don't. Yeah, think not any even the popular yeah. ones do that. <laughs> I I am not going to go Slenderman hunting in fucking Wisconsin. How about a hundred thousand? I feel like that's a reasonable poll. Two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred. Just two hundred. No, just two hundred. Just two hundred. Two hundred views. Once we get no, no, no. Once we get to two hundred views, we'll we'll take Nick. Okay, so at 200,000, Nick will willingly go. At 200, Jeff and I will force him. I want it to be very I want it to be very clear. I will be armed. That's fine. I plan I will be armed. That's fine. I'm not going into the forest without that. Because not only is the possibility of somehow finding I can't Man, wait for you to shoot at Slenderman. I mean, it, it is it is it is in Wisconsin, so that that and and we just have to four one one. We just have to that shit. We just have to find the mansion in one point or one million five hundred forest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, the forest is exactly one th- one million five hundred thirty thousand six hundred forty seven acres, and for all of you foreigners, that is. Six thousand one hundred and ninety-four point three one kilometers squared. What is what is that for all of us non-foreigners who grew up in the suburbs? <laughs> what That's the that? acres. That's the acres, Nick. What is that? What do you, what do you want? Hold on. What do you want what these acres? That? Square miles. To? I want. I want blocks. square miles. Do it in city blocks. <laughs> <laughs> now the real trick is: is he going to do it in blocks or city blocks? Because that's two different that's, dimensions. That is two different things. That <laughs> two is two different, different things. Square miles. For those of you who don't know, a block is just every street, and a city that block is, is every light. <laughs> that is two thousand three hundred and ninety-seven point two two six five six two square miles. Cool. Now, so how many football fields do. is that? <laughs> cool. So here's what we do: we go there, we 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 fucking head there like the day before. We, we spend the night in a hotel at least five miles away from the forest. Then we go at like you know seven thirty in the morning, so that way like we're able to just so that way when we finally so that way right when we find it it's about eight p.m. and we have no way of getting back. I like no 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 no. I no I was planning on being out of there by noon. 
Oh, now see, I'm going to book a hotel exactly 4.9 miles away. Because <laughs> the ghosts only travel five miles out of the forest. So I'm going to make sure that we're just inside that border. The, the best part is I, I would, I'm totally going to bring Gustav. So I'm, I'm bringing Gustav with me. And I'm also bringing, I'm also bringing my nine. <laughs> like, it's just... The closest. I'm, I'm bring, it's fuck all that. Oh, uh, the clue. Hold on, I'm looking. Uh, no, give me fucking distance, man. Uh, looks like the closest are like 15 miles away. Why did you just boost your gain? Me? I didn't. <laughs> no, Adam. Oh. That wasn't me. Someone boosted their gain. I I haven't touched. The, hold on, Jeff. Is the washing or washing machine or dryer running right now? At my house. Yeah. No, my furnace just turned on. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hate this episode already. I'm so on edge for zero reason. Nick, what's that? You're such a piece <laughs> of shit. All right. So during questioning, Anissa uh, seemed a little scared about what was going to happen to her. And well, yeah, she just committed attempted murder. Uh, but Morgan was relaxed and showed little emotion, and at times uh, she seemed carefree. If you, like I said, if you watch the actual videos, it it's creepy. Like when the police aren't in there, Morgan's like skipping around the room, like acting like a normal child. Yeah, like singing to herself and shit like that. And this was just sitting there, like scared. Uh, there's part. There's times where Anissa's asking. She randomly asked, she's like, uh, I was just wondering, how far did I walk? And it's like, why the fuck does that matter? Shut the fuck up, you're 12, you'll be fine. Uh, and then there, she's like... Well, I, Jeff, if you I know... had to walk 300 miles and they told me, hey, guess what? We're bringing you back to the start line. And I had only walked 30 miles. I'm going to be pissed too. So, uh, Yeah, then she asked, she's like is Peyton okay, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, after a while, they tell them that, okay, well, Peyton didn't die. Peyton's alive. She's currently at the hospital, like, in surgery. Um, Fun fact, this might uh, piss Nick off a little bit. Uh, The girls were Mirandized in questions without their parents uh, present. Uh, This is legal in the state of Wisconsin, and the girls both waived their rights. Two things. Two things. Number Two one. Things. Number one is if you are ever talking to the police about anything, have a lawyer present. Yes. Two. How is that okay? Three. There was zero reason for them to Mirandize them that early in questioning. Uh no, it's because they knew they did it. Like oh they oh right because Peyton you're okay yeah. never mind Peyton was you know. I, you know, when we're talking about murders, I expect the murder to be successful. Very happy it isn't, because I'm happy a child's not dead. But, caught me off guard. Yeah. Yeah, so they both went through rights, and they both didn't have lawyers. They just... That's the stupidest thing you can do whenever talking to the police. <laughs> yep. That is, is so stupid. The fact that you have rights and you waive them is uh, the thing that really gets me, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Anissa told them that uh, they had to prove themselves worthy to Slenderman to become proxies for him. Uh, they had planned this uh, six months in advance. Like, they had been thinking about killing her for six fucking months. 
they believed if they did not do this, that Slender Man would kill their families. And then after they killed Peyton, they were, uh, you know, supposed to go to his Slender Mansion so they could be proxies and be safe. Um, apparently, Slender Mansion is supposed to be a place where like other cryptids live. Apparently, Slender Man houses cryptids. Don't don't know. It's a Foster's house for imaginary friends. <laughs> I fucking guess, but for cryptids, run by run by fucking <laughs> Khalil Al Jamal in a fucking morph suit. Yeah, I don't I don't fucking know, man. It does not make sense to me, but it's a thing that's going on. Yeah, I mean, so basically, yeah, like it gets super. They're super creepy. The whole thing's just fucking weird, like, in the interviews with them. They end up going to court, obviously. They uh, they both try to do basic... They get tried as adults, by the way, just so everyone knows. They are being tried as adults. Uh, They're both up for possibly having life imprisonment without um, the possibility of parole. That is understandable with the severity and, like, malice of the crime. I mean, yeah. I think that's understandable. Basically, like, I think the thing Vic and I will talk about for a hot minute is how the fuck 12-year-olds came to be able to fucking kill their friend and have no fucking emotion about it. <laughs> yeah, that'll like, be a thing. Like, I don't, I don't get I mean, it. I'm, I would, I don't know if you have, like, backgrounds on the girls and their families. I mean, yeah, like, it's, because if you're looking at it as a nature versus nurture, this is 100% neither of those. <laughs> so so my my so a couple questions are for me is it a normal nuclear is, is it a nuclear family like what was their family situation what was their economic status what was their social status what was their uh religious status Th- those are the questions i have because those are all things that can weigh in on things like those are all factors that have some weight i mean um, they lived pretty normal lives like at some point anissa's parents got divorced okay i don't know if it was before or after i think it might have been before this okay um and this uh, was anissa the one was, was anissa the shot caller so morgan was the one that was the shot caller and the one that stabbed her okay and then this is just was that no, Anissa was like the one that like cheered and like told her to okay. go. Like to do it. Um Anissa's also the one that like bashed her in the head with the handle, the knife, and the stall. Okay. So I just wanted to make sure that like An- Anissa is not an innocent player here. Anissa actually actively partook in the attempted homicide. Yeah. Uh she wasn't there just so long because what was the other girl's name? Anissa's Morgan. Uh, Morgan wasn't just dragging her along and there there was okay so with, with the parents divorce that can lead to you know having like a, a, a child's her age to want to like fit in somewhere and if Morgan is offering in, like somewhere to be like to put yourself in a social setting that can that can kind of make sense but it's not like it's not like she dragged anissa along and anissa was like hey we shouldn't do this you know this is probably a bad idea this is wrong anissa actively cheered it on and 
tried to partake in it. So I don't think I don't think the divorce has a lot to do with that. It it's just such a weird thing. Is twelve year olds doing a crime that like adults don't even really do? Yeah. Murder creepy. Murder, yeah, murder bad. Don't murder kids. You know how we say don't drink and drive? Don't murder. Murder bad. <laughs> murder actually. Also, if you're a kid, also if your kids don't don't watch this, don't listen to this podcast. You should have stopped listening a long time ago. <laughs> but if you are kids and you're listening, thanks for listening. <laughs> and turn this shit off. We we do appreciate you. But, but don't <laughs> but also go away. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> Also, or fuck don't. you and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out. Come back when you're 18. 17 uh, for mature content. Thank you. Okay. Come back when you're 15. 16 um, if you're with a parent. <laughs> uh, I kid, I kid. Um, it's just such a weird thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm trying to fucking think. Well, it was, like, determined later that Morgan has, like, early life schizophrenia. Oh! Well, well, there you go. Yeah, no, that explains her. Yeah, that explains, like, all of it, actually. I think, I think Anissa just wanted to fit in. Yeah, I think that's that's basically, the, basically, Anissa was a girl whose parents had divorced and wanted to fit in, which I sympathize with a lot because that's that was me. This is actually not at all who Nick really is. Like, when we're not around Nick, Nick is a completely different human being that we don't even know. <laughs> but this is how we uh, know Nick. Yeah. Um, when I'm actually alone and no one's around, I just sit and... Uh, Masturbate. Plush, well, no, I do that when people are around. A full <laughs> plush leather chair sipping on my scotch and just smoking a cigar. Study. You do that with us. Completely different. We don't count as people. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't count as people. Um, but so that that's that's my take on Anissa and Mor- Morgan. Morgan Morgan has schizophrenia. That explains all of it. Like that's paranoid schizophrenia makes people do wild things from try and defraud their parents and to assassinate the president. Like they've done it all. Paranoid schizophrenics do it all. Yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, yeah, so they end up going to trial. Uh, if you watch Beware of Slenderman, they show oh. clips of the trial. And they weren't allowed to record their faces due to privacy and them being kids. Yeah. Uh, but no. Yeah, so they're both up for, obviously, like, first-degree murder. Um. They both do insanity, or there's like the insanity plea is out on the table. Anissa pleads guilty to second degree and as a part of a plea, but she ends up, the jury ends up giving her 25 years in mental, like in a mental hospital. I mean, a mental institution is definitely where both of these children should be. That's where they both are. Good. They're both in mental institutions. She's for 25, and I believe uh, Morgan is 40 to 65. A lot a lot of things 
in our modern society can be accounted can be linked to the mass closures of mental asylums in the 70s not saying that a lot of them were good a lot of them were fucking living hells on earth but they still provided a service that is needed to this day um and really is you don't see anyone talking about how really like even with homeless populations homeless populations are a majority uh mentally ill and people who would otherwise be in a mental asylum Yeah, but all that, the asylums were not a good place. Like no, no, no. But but it, uh, horrible places definitely needed reform, but provided a service that still needed. Yeah, I mean maybe we should have done a reform instead of just closing them all. But you know, yeah, cl- closing them all and sending them away was probably a bad idea. <laughs> nah, we'll get around to it. Oh man, it's almost like most serial killers happened from the seventies to the nineties. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when you close all of the asylums. <laughs> There's nowhere for your cray-cray to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we have the internet, and that's where we can put our Oh, that's so much better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so to this day, they're both still in their mental institutions. Uh, Peyton, from the interview, looks like a normal, healthy... At the time of the interview, it was 2019. She would have been... 19... Yeah, she would have been around 19 at the time. She's going to be 21 this year. But yeah, she seems like a healthy, normal person. That's got to be some wild PTSD. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even want to think about it, honestly. Yeah. Can you even go around nice? Can you even have friends? Can you trust anyone? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, these are two people you trust. You think being cheated on was bad? (laughs) Try being a 12 year old where. Your two, two best your friends. only two friends in the world <laughs> fucking stabbed you and left you for nineteen dead. times. Fucking stupid. There are um, a couple other crimes that happened because of Slenderman. Um, one of them was a man was accused of killing two cops and a civilian before he committed suicide with his wife in Las Vegas while dressed up in a costume as Slenderman because you know. Why not? So probably a more suit and a suit. Yeah, that's good. So what you're saying is a decent sports coat, a red tie, and a morph suit. Um, another one was a woman's daughter. A uh, attacked her because she was inspired by Slenderman. Uh, she was wearing a hood and a white mask. There's also another one where a teenage girl burnt down her mom's house as a sacrifice to slender man so yeah i mean these creepypastas are fucking wild like cryptids folk lore tales shit like that are just fucking wild like blair witch got me as a kid like i thought that shit was gonna fucking be real it's fucking spoopy so i'm a i'm a firm believer in my stance on all of this shit is I don't believe in it right now, but also I don't want to be within a quarter mile of me being proven wrong. <laughs> like, that's why I don't like cemeteries. I don't like haunted houses. I don't like going to haunted places. Don't believe in it. Don't want to be there when I'm proven wrong. Makes sense. So. All right. Well, that is the wonderful story of Slender Man and the attempted murder that followed 
his creation that swept the nation. I mean, you guys got anything Rhymes. you wanna? Yeah, I know. I'm fucking good at what I do. Damn. Piece of shit. You guys got anything you wanna say on the matter? Um, no. <laughs> that adds up. I'm a okay. Hi. <laughs> I've said my piece. Okay. <laughs> Weird. All right, well, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us at Y-O-U-H-A-2-C-I-T on Twitter. Uh, and then on other social medias, you can find us at just you hate to see it. Um, if you would like to be super generous and give us moonays to get some extra content and so we can grow and get better equipment and shit like that, uh, go to podbean and search you hate to see it and then up in the upper right hand corner click on the become a patron and then we have different tiers from one three five ten plus dollars and you get uh each tier gives you different stuff so i mean that's my piece uh our next episode for drunken jurors will be a fun little valentine's day themed one because you know that's happening soon don't know which one it is yet don't know what one it is yet, but I'm sure it'll be wild. I'm sure some stupid shit's happened on Valentine's Day when it comes to true crime. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Nick. Get him with it. <clears throat> Hi. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but building a podcast requires standards and some measure of professionalism. Um, I just want you to know we have none of that at all but thanks for listening Adam hit him <clears throat> alright Nick's a piece of shit that is all <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we're better than you <laughs>